0: Welcome to the Optimal You Podcast. This is pharmacist Steve Ersfeld. Grab a cup of coffee, sit back and enjoy the show. Welcome to episode 31 of the Ersfeld Pharmacy Optimal You Podcast. I'm your host, pharmacist Steve Ersfeld. The goal of the podcast is to discuss different health topics that might be helpful to you in your journey to becoming the optimal you. If you listen all the way to the end of the podcast, I have a special offer for you as a gift for taking the time to listen. Today's guest is my first repeat guest and was a very first guest on episode one of our podcast, and he is Joe Champa. But before we start a visit with Joe, I'd like to I need to let the listeners know that this podcast provides general information and a discussion about health and health related subjects. The information provided in the podcast is not intended or should not be construed as medical advice, nor is the information a substitute for professional medical expertise or treatment. A little background on our guest, Joe, he's a graduate of NDSU, go Bison, um, with a BS in dietetics. He is a registered dietitian. Uh, He's a precision nutrition certified. He's certified personal trainer and a certified strength and conditioning specialist. He also is the co-owner of Elevate Gym here in Dickinson and uh, he happens to be my once a month 5 30 a.m coffee buddy that we pretty much solve all the world's problems right <laughs> Joe that's <laughs> it. You're right can you tell us a little bit about uh tell listeners anything fill in any of the gaps on that um where you're at what's going on uh
1: you know those are a lot of really expensive uh letters after my name so all in all it's uh that's cool. And um, yeah, I think one of the biggest things that uh, wasn't talked about is that I have a wife and three kids. And um, that's, that's a lot of my driving force behind why I want people to be healthy. And because, um, you know, ultimately, you probably want to be the best person you can be for you for your wife, husband, kids, all that stuff. Um, so that way you can you know, live life at its fullest so yeah yeah cool
0: so three children uh what ages and
1: uh liam landry and ledger 11 9 and 7 um and uh pretty wild man (laughs) 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 definitely uh my wife's got her boy mom shirt on and she it's pretty wild so so as the father of three
0: daughters um you know i i can't even imagine uh we're sitting in the basement at my house here and this basement would be covered with barbie dolls and and games and stuff and it would be like whoa um, can't even imagine what uh three boys would be like but
1: yeah our basement we yeah. ripped out the carpet and we've got hockey nets and a baseball cage and that's pretty much it and I guess we do have some some PCs. They're into a little bit of gaming, but well, I mean, they what, go hard. What's the game of choice? Yeah, uh, they're into Fortnite. Fortnite? That's their
0: thing. Okay, yeah. that's way beyond uh, what what Atari. Yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't Duck Hunt and Super Nintendo? Right, so. right, right. Um, so I uh, I wanted to have you come on uh, today to just talk about some things at the end of the year here and then kind of as we get into 2024 because we have you know i think december is probably one of the most radical months when people are you know people that are expecting change to happen december is not the month to do that is that kind of how you feel on that
1: yeah definitely um i i mean we'll get into this question here but uh i'm always a person who wants to start now so um and uh actually i do a lot of nutrition consulting and navigating through the Christmas christmas season so that way um you don't have to like start over or oh, i'll just wait till january 1 and um but yeah it's it's a very difficult month between cookies and treats and christmas parties and football and all that stuff it's <laughs> it's wild um and you know what there's there's a way to enjoy it and and still be cognitive of your health too so that's kind of what i teach in my nutrition consults and and that's just
0: you know looking at nutrition that's not looking at you know altered sleep stress all the things that go along with the holidays and things like that which play into all that as well right
1: yeah i think honestly i think stress is one of the biggest things that is killing a lot of like weight loss, even disease, all these things. I think stress is one of the, the root causes of of most everything, honestly, that that's going on. That's a pretty bold statement, but man, it's when you see it time after time, after time again, and you get to the why behind, why do you, why, why, why is this going on? Usually it's like some stressful situation or something that's going on in the personal life. And and you can correct me if I'm wrong because you do a lot see a lot of people there too and oh
0: no totally I, I would agree with that you know um for us it's stress and gut so stress and then eating you know what, what are people eating to to feed their gut so yeah so what do you what are you telling your your uh, clients that you're working with that um, are trying to navigate the holidays and the parties and things like that
1: yeah so here's uh here's a situation. I'll just, I'll just give you an example of, um, I've, I've got a couple ladies right now. Um, and they're totally into baking. They got younger kids. Um, and you know, they're they're cooking for Christmas and doing all that stuff too. So, um, full disclosure here, I'm not a rewards person. So like if I'm a good boy or good girl, then I get a cookie. Or if I exercise hard enough, then I get a cookie. That's, I, I don't roll that way, but in certain instances like this uh, or like the Christmas season, I actually do. Um, so the example would be uh, this, this lady was trying to not have her, like not bake a pile of cookies at her house. Because she's like, you know what, if I bake 12 dozen cookies, I'm going to eat a lot of those while I bake them and my kids love it and all that. So like So she's like, you know what, I'm going to take them out of the house. I'm going to go do this Christmas cookie thing. So that way I can make them away from the house. The kids get their cookies and I don't have to stare at them for the next however long. So, so that went well and she enjoyed that. And she, and then we had a game plan and this is the same game plan that I'm basically giving her for Christmas. Um, Basically you got to determine what your ground rules are. So um, the ground rules are, you know what? I'm going to have two cookies. So she went to this thing Two cookies max. Pick the most decadent, best ones that you want. Choose those two cookies. And obviously don't feel bad about it because you're you're doing it. You're doing great. So so choosing those two cookies is huge. Prior to that, however, so she set the ground rules. Prior to that, I always talk about actually pre-gaming your nutrition. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's huge. So if you're knowing you're going to an event or someplace that has got a lot of naughty food and you're trying not to Pose yourself, you know, and just try to at least keep health on somewhat of the forefront. Always talk to people about having a good solid meal or something of substance prior to that activity. Oh. So if you know you're going to that cookie thing, have a good solid healthy lunch or supper or even snack. I'm, then I actually talked to her about this the other day. I'm not a fan of doing shakes at this time unless it's an absolute must. So, and you could probably talk about this, but I'm a huge fan of the active chewing. So that's another nugget is like the active chewing is going to help with digestion, right? It's going to actually help with some hunger hormones and actually make you feel more or less hungry, right? If you're If you're actually actively chewing and working on stuff. So if you're just drinking shakes and stuff, things like that, that's not as much. So I'm a huge fan of actually having real food.
0: So are you are you telling, like, I'll even tell people, like, if you're going to have a shake, chew your shake. Yeah, yeah I go that far, you know. or
1: I say half a banana or a handful of almonds. Okay. So that way you're actually engaging in the act of chewing. Okay. So um, the chewing the shake, I don't do as much just because people find it kind of weird <laughs> and it's just kind of odd. So it's like, well, just have something else with it, too. It's like five almonds is... 20 calories you know half bananas banana is nothing sure so in that way it kind of adds to it and it promotes I'm assuming they're going to be want to eating want to be eating real food so we want to promote that as much as possible at least from my perspective I don't think that shakes are food shakes are supplements they are supplementing your real food sure. they have high nutritional value mm-hmm. absolutely I'm still unless the person though is like I'm gonna have shakes for the rest of my life and that's my food which I've never met anybody like that. Somebody likes a steak every once in a while. Um, that's what I recommend. So pre-game the nutrition, set the amount of cookies you're gonna eat. And then if this person wants to go above and beyond that, this is where I recommend doing the reward system. So that way, okay, I had my two cookies and I'm like, oh my gosh, we just made my favorite peanut butter chocolate chip one, but i maxed out my two cookies. I'm like, okay, so have, this person it was 32 ounces of water so if you want that third cookie that peanut butter chocolate chip cookie drink 32 ounces of water then have it (laughs) you're like well what if i want another cookie like another 32 ounces of water so you're already gonna be pretty full from your pre-game meal you've already felt established like oh Mm -hmm. i had my two cookies i feel pretty good i don't feel overly bloated and if i want more I'm probably going to have to go to the bathroom like 500 times if I want to have like the normal 10 or 20 cookies I, I always have. So that's about the only time I set up that reward system. Okay. And, um, you know, drinking water and most of the time, and this like, this was a couple of weeks ago. She's like, you know what? I only had two cookies. I didn't even want to drink that water. So I was like, I'm going have more cookies. I had the couple I wanted. I felt good about it. I didn't wake up bloated. And you know what? The next day was back to normal.
0: You know, when I think about that, that whole two cookie um, max thing, I like that idea because now how often do you eat cookies and you just don't even taste them and you're just mowing through them like they're nothing, It's like, whoa, oh, I'm going to have another cookie. Mm -hmm. Didn't even taste it. Yeah. So it does, it does make you um, be more cognizant about, about eating and tasting and enjoying it
1: because, you know, you're only getting two. (laughs) <laughs> yep you're right and i actually didn't think about that it slows down the process like i'm going to actually savor this cookie and mm-hmm. and uh enjoy it because these are the couple and you know what the other option though and i don't think a lot of people do this because there's so much energy on food in general that most people have they so most people have a lot of energy on food i try to take that away so that they don't have energy on food so food is just Fuel, it tastes good, all of those things. Not, oh my gosh, I can't eat that. Um, so anyway, but if this person went to, like, for example, this person is doing a very good job and now she's going to Christmas and she's like, you know what, Joe? I'm just going to eat what I want on Christmas. And, and I said, honestly, I think that's great. And as long as you don't feel like crap and a bad person the next day. Right. That's the kicker that's where a lot of people fall off is where they'll do really good or they'll have a couple cookies and it's like, oh, I, I eat like crap for Christmas. Well, there's leftovers. And then it's just this downward spiral and I'll just start January 1st, you know? So if you can have a short-term memory and just like back to the healthy stuff the next day or whatever you want to call it, um, I think that's huge. So if you, if most people can do that and just have Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's—like six or seven days out of the year, where you just kind of eat whatever you want and go back into it right away. I think that's great. That's that's probably the sweet spot, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, you know. the the not beating yourself up and um, just feeling like they said like a bad person because you overate. Yeah, I mean, move on.
1: Exactly. Yeah, and that's that, <laughs> that's a tough one though. So that's where a lot of the coaching comes in and a lot of time to where. You know, there aren't good or bad foods from my perspective. These are sure. foods you eat more often and foods you eat less often. You so, know,
0: it's kind of uh, golfers have that same need to have that same mentality because you're out there and you hit a bad shot and you're like, well, wow, I can just kind of sit and, you know, get on myself and then ruin my whole game. But if you just leave it in the back seat and just move on, not not a bad deal.
1: Yeah. So much of it is about mindset
0: crazy so owner of a gym now we're coming into 2024 new year's people yeah. making changes what's that like in the gym i mean are you like inundated with new members or are you what are, What are you doing there
1: yeah so um typically that is the case memberships go up you know i i try to be proactive just because I, I only take so many or so few people and and try to promote that in early December. And um, so I kind of weed out the people who are serious. You know, they're starting already versus the other people who will tend to start afterwards. Um, but uh, as far as the gym goes, uh, we, we kind of have a special thing going because we only allow X amount of people in there. Mm-hmm. And we aren't open to the public. So, yeah, our, our influx of phone calls and things will go up. However... Um, it's not like you can just go up and get signed up at the gym. Sure. So um, we've really mitigated that that New Year's push because we also all have only a limited amount of members that we allow in our spot at a certain time. So if we allow 10 people to sign up, we're going to kind of hose the rest of our current loyal members who have been there forever. Okay. So um so yeah, is it is it increased yeah, but we we just I kind of just screen the calls, flag them down and tell them hey, we've got a waiting list at these times and and then if they're still in, then great. Then I know they're a little bit more serious. If they're not, then they go elsewhere. Um so so yeah, that's uh it's been nice cuz I've been through the commercial gym stuff and kind of got on that train and done s- specific things that might oh, this is going to tailor to those new people. And and I will still, like I, I know I'll be doing some sort of food challenge or, or reset coming up in probably the second week of January. Um, but the goal there is to to honestly get some of those people in who haven't been, you know, who are those type of people we're talking about and then to transition them into more of a sustainability or a sustainable lifestyle, not just like, I'm going to take your money. Well, let's do this reset and then, or get you in for the gym for a month or offer a special. Just don't really do that. That's not, that's our goal is to maybe get you in there and then just show you like, this is the long-term solution. This is how we don't make this just a three week. Yeah, sure. That's usually what it is about three weeks. Three weeks. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, well, I don't see good enough results or I got busy or whatever happened. And, and that's okay. I mean, I think people are trying. So um, let's that's, just try and keep you going.
0: That's funny because they say it takes 21 days to form a new habit. So at three weeks, you'd think they'd just be getting into the habit of going to the gym.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I think they're just, what's happening is they're just getting unsore. So I've <laughs> been sore for three weeks. So like, oh, I just can't do this anymore. Um, the habit thing, though, I, it, I, I can agree with the three weeks, but it, there's some stuff out there. that says it could be 200 days before oh, really? you actually have a habit. Yeah. Well, and um, I guess it just kind of depends on what we're talking about here. Um, but I, I'm a huge person or a huge fan of, at least from visual results and scale and different things like that. I'm a six week person. So if you can give me six weeks and follow what I'm telling you, I will absolutely guarantee results. So, cool.
0: All right. Awesome. So um on that same uh, topic of 2024, New Year's resolutions. What's your thought on those things? Then I'm gonna um, share then I'm gonna share mine from last year and see how I ended up.
1: <laughs> um well I I think making any sort of goal is a good idea. Okay. So do I think that a person should wait until January one? no i'm uh we talked briefly prior to this i'll start i mean you start now like if you if you got some if you got something in mind you should just start now well i could wait for the holidays well you know what usually what throws you off is the holidays so at least that's my that's my sales pitch for me, let's navigate through those. You got access to me 24 seven. Let's see, let's game plan for the chaos. You're going on a trip, let's game plan for that. We're going over to the in-laws, let's do that. Let's pre-game your nutrition. Um, but as far as, as far as goals go, I think it's great. And I think that, you know, because of that three week kind of burnout and quit we talked about, I think honestly people are starting with too aggressive of goals and that's what happens burnout so either you need more of an extreme accountability person which which that would be like me or a work workout person or hopefully a spouse um then you could do i think more extreme things as far as like i'm gonna go to the gym six days a week for an hour you currently don't exercise at all the (laughs) likelihood of you sustaining that is extremely low um so i think just starting i hate the word realistic because that sounds kind of Oh, I'm wussing out. Um, Just things that I always say, let's do things that you know you can do fairly easy seven out of seven days. So if you know you can work out or walk for 10 minutes every single day for seven days, start there. And you know what? If you went to the gym and did that hour, that's a bonus. Congratulations. You went above and beyond that. Sure. And then reassess after that week. So that's how like my stuff goes. I'm we, I meet weekly with people and you can do this for yourself, but then you establish some guidelines every single week. You can adjust those guidelines based on your situation, how hard it was. Did I meet them? What
0: do I need to make them harder? Do they need to be, yeah. I mean, yeah. Did I, did I meet and exceed?
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And if the guidelines are too easy and you did not get results, well, you're probably going to need some more difficult or amped up guidelines. Sure. But the key, the key is first get seven out of seven on these three guidelines that I would help you develop. So in the resolution, like that would be maybe I have three resolutions for 2024.
0: Sure. So so just just, you know, not to use the Nike phrase, just do it. Just just start exercising. Just just begin the process. Don't wait. Exactly. Okay. So here here are my New Year's New Year's um, resolutions for 2023. Um, uh, I plan to wake up, drink one cup of coffee and 16 ounces of water or an electrolyte solution, spend 10 minutes in prayer uh, while I do a Beamer session. Beamer is EMF uh, electromagnetic frequency mat. And then start on 45 to 60 minutes of exercise. Um, so well, how do they end
1: up that? maybe a C. Plus. Maybe. No. No, uh, I think everything is good and um very sustainable. I'm not sure the why behind your coffee and water. I'm assuming maybe just to put hydration in place.
0: Yeah, I think that was that was part of that. Yeah. I however. Now I you know I did the, the food sensitivity test in October um and found out that I have a mild sensitivity to coffee. So I've been drinking tea for I think the last five or six weeks, which honestly I, I think I I've I've determined that I was a slave to coffee.
1: You know you now your tea snob
0: though. No, not you're really. Not I mean time. I no, I'm honestly sometimes I can just have one tea a day and that's it. I mean, we like, I would be drinking coffee, like up until like four o'clock and yeah. just, just powering it,
1: powering it down. But we have that same vice. I'm one of my, my guidelines actually is to cut out caffeine by noon.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, that's good. Drink. Yeah. Um, so, so, so that first part, um, I, I kind of, I need to be better on the the 16 ounces of water. Um spend, t- spend 10 minutes in prayer. I've been doing that, actually doing more than that. And you know, I would say probably six out of seven days working on that, trying to trying to be better about that. Um haven't been doing the beamer sessions, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start implementing that again today mm-hmm. or tomorrow. Um yeah,
1: just do it, Steve. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the 45 to 60 minutes of exercise, I think was a little aggressive. But um, uh, my wife and I are going to be starting back at Elevate Fitness um, and doing like a 7 a.m. workout when kind of gets a little quieter, I think, at 7. Yeah. And then um, I'll probably be a little bit late for work but work a little bit longer at the end of the day, which works good because I got follow-up calls and things like that. So I feel like I didn't fail that completely um, I hit on some of the topics and I, I feel pretty good, but definitely reassessing and reevaluating what I got going there.
1: Yeah. So I, you know, one of the biggest things that I've found too, that are, or that I would even do with my, my coaching, I, I feel like it's life coaching kind of at this point, but it's, yeah. it's mind, body and spirit. So, yep. um, so what you're doing, I mean, you, you got a pretty good combination there and, uh. I think and that's one of the things that i actually am emphasizing on my stuff that i do more is my daily my daily list is going to be visualization meditation prayer and and journaling um, plus plus 10 pages or 10 minutes of reading Mm -hmm. so because i i err on the side of too much physical um, as far as how i live life Mm -hmm. so i'm going to be a little bit more spiritual a little bit more mindful anyway But for your exercise though, um, when I develop guidelines, sometimes those guidelines for exercise are, I'm gonna commit to three days a week, 45 to 60 minutes. Like maybe those are your gym times. And then my non-workout days are 20 minutes. Or an easier way to look at that is, I'm gonna get 20 minutes of exercise every day,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: because that seems easy. And when I go to the gym, it's just, I'm just gonna get more. It's gonna be an added bonus. Sure. Um. So that way you're not, you know, if you miss your one day and don't get it in, oh, man, I miss. No, it's like, no, you got your 20 minutes every single day. Yep. You know, that's the biggest thing. So when people set, you know, like if you do the 45 to 60 and you only got three days in, your goal is four and you get frustrated and upset, then you tend to do that less or, or use that as motivation to just stay on it. But the 20 minutes over the course of a week, you know, the key is consistency. The same thing. I don't know if we're talking about vitamins here, but that's the same thing with vitamins for me It's like, well, I've got, I'm taking these like this, this pill box and I forget to take that probiotic that's in the fridge or, you know, or I just forgot to refill it. It's like, okay, well, if you're only doing this three days a week, we need to find a more convenient, sustainable option because that's way more important than like, well, I have this protocol and it's 100% and it's good. It will only follow it half of, you know, half of it. Let's get more on a consistent thing. That's a lot easier for you that you can do seven out of seven days because while this protocol is going to help you faster, it's not because you're not consistent with it. So you got to, it's kind of like, you got to know thyself. Like if I don't have it in my car, if I don't have this convenient pack or I hate taking pills, I'm a person who's like minimum effective dose. What's the least that I can take and get my results. So, huh? um, yeah, that's
0: interesting because I, that, that I have no problem getting my supplements. I, I'm a, uh, twice daily doser. Mm-hmm. I have, uh, I set them up in my pill box. I have these big giant, um, seven slot pill boxes that I go morning, night, morning, night, morning, night, morning, night. And I have six of them. So I set up a three week supply at a time. And it's like, I'm like clockwork. I might miss maybe one dose a week. Mm -hmm. Summertime's worse just because for some reason I, I miss that, but I don't have, and then then I always carry that over to when I'm working with patients because I know I'm not going to get that third dose in sometime during the day. And I just said, well, you know, let say, well, I don't know if I can take it twice a day. it's like, well, do you brush your teeth twice a day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, then you can take it. And you should be able to get that in then. I mean,
1: really, right? Yeah. That's your prompt. It's priorities, right? So I think, I think the big thing here is um, I'm the same way as you. I think that this is also a lot of what we do in life. So I expect that we're kind of freaks about it, and and most people aren't that way at all. Probably they are uber super committed to being healthy and willing to do that. Um, here, here's kind of a similar thing though. Is what I do, and this is like, it's probably like with with your prayer or visualization, or for me, it's journaling. Is what I try to do is set up the first thing in the morning to basically dictate where I want my day to go. So for me, if it's visualization, for example, I visualize, you know, be, me being full of energy and healthy and and that kind of sets the tone for the day. Or if you do your 10-minute bean session with your prayer, magically your day's better because, you know, you, you've done your 10 minutes of prayer same thing goes for nutrition though as well i do a lot of stuff like even with your coffee and water i if your deal is hydration one of your guidelines is hydration then i start with i have a bathroom cup of water that i drink before i do anything else so that way you're prioritizing your water or hydration or your health for that matter so that way your day is set up to move in a more healthy direction so um yeah, so it could be like that way with supplements, obviously taking it with food and without food and you know, maybe putting it in a hot place like your bathroom. Mm-hmm. That's maybe a little bit more difficult. But sure. It's almost just like even me when I wake up and I go check my phone the first thing of the day. Mm-hmm. That's not something I'm wanting to do. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to be glued to my phone and look at my emails right away. Yeah. I'm looking to be more hydrated or visualize the day so setting the tone for the day is crucial in the morning and it kind of goes hand in hand with those or even like here's another tip with the supplements is um like i have people that they they might buy multiple things like i suck at hydration and getting my fruits and greens in or or whatever that looks like okay and i have the ones in my cupboard at home but i always forget them okay so where are you at always while i'm at work okay well then have a second setup at work or you know what hey i always miss him at work too because i'm too busy okay what about a setup in your vehicle and uh, I you you with snacks too you get in and out or that's sometimes even all these these gold nuggets <laughs> here today but like same thing <laughs> with water how often do you drive your vehicle about 10 times a day so every time yep. you press that button you you chug a thing of water or every yep. time you get out you have some water yeah. Um, or every time you go to the bathroom, you know, your next step is have some water after you wash your hands, of course. But, um, so, anyway, hey, the yeah. nugget that I'm giving to
0: you that you need to do is not worry about the the probiotic in the fridge. Put it in your med box because it's not going to go bad in a week or two weeks. You know, I mean, that's that to me sounds like an excuse, Joe Champa.
1: Yeah, you're right. And um because it they're shelf stable up to extreme temps, right? Yep. So I will always say, like, maybe you keep your bottle in there, but if you have your pillbox too, you're week by week that way, right? And that's totally fine. Sure. Or there is there is some other probiotic that absolutely will be fine. Um, it's like a spore probiotic, right? Yep. That can be held wherever, whenever. Yep. So if you want to take that completely off the table, then use that spore probiotic you
0: got it wow we did get a ton of nuggets out of you champa i mean that that normally would cost people tens of thousands of dollars to get that from you yeah maybe not that probably not
1: (laughs) you know that that's actually one of my um my new year's resolutions if i'm going to call it that but i'm starting now is to actually be a little bit more forward and open as far as my feelings on th- certain things, as far as like, you know, just these are this supplements that you should be taking. Here's why. Or, you know, and from the personal training standpoint, here's here's what you should be doing for some of your reps. And, and this is why you're getting hurt. Mm-hmm. And not be bashful about it. And just to really give out information that may seem controversial or to some degree like, well, why you just to just to be honest and speak more of my truth on a regular basis Mm -hmm. that's that's part of where I'm at and doing that is going to be just like this podcast just my way of contribution sure I feel very fulfilled just doing this and and actually enjoy doing it and um you know what some people don't use my services or don't have access to them or I'm full well here's is a way of contribution to where you can use some of the things that I use in a day-to-day basis.
0: I think that's so true because, you know, I, I, we do this podcast. We, I write an article in the newspaper every week, you know, I hoping people read it and they act on it and they bring themselves toward better health, whether they utilize our services, your services, just hopefully they're, they're taking the information and acting on it and getting to a better spot. Um, is, is the goal. So, you know, whether, whether it, you know, is beneficial from us from a business standpoint or not, I, I doesn't, doesn't matter. Just, you know, what are we, what are we contributing to the community and making our community healthier?
1: Yeah. That's the whole purpose, right? Yeah. It's it's not, if we get something out of it, cool. Yeah. Ultimately though, if you're making yourself better, we, we, we won.
0: Yeah. So, um, one of the things I think I'm gonna try and be a little bit more forward, you know you mentioned being more forward with patients um, and clients. I think that I'm gonna I'm gonna try and find out from our patients, you know what what have you got for a budget for this you know because I think that's something that we as practitioners need to be cognizant about because you know with the economy and things that are going on around us, I, I might have a great protocol, but if I recommend that and give that to you and you don't take it or you can't afford it and you feel bad, I just want to like design something that is going to be doable for you and sustainable.
1: That's, that's it right there is the, the sustainability. It's like, mm-hmm. well, this costs so much and I can only afford to do it for two or three months. Well, that's not right. really what we're after unless that's a protocol. Um, I actually heard something the other day. This hits right on it because ultimately, to some degree, we're salesmen. If we're mm-hmm. if we're providing supplements, we're salesmen. You know, well, everybody is. So a lot of the times, salesmen actually they sell to what they they themselves are like capable from a financial standpoint. Like I'm, you know i I drive a 28 like a 10 year old car that costs about twenty thousand bucks if I'm a car salesman I'm gonna sell more of that I'm not I'm not really gonna believe that I don't know is this person can they afford a hundred thirty thousand dollar car I don't know that I'm usually like shifting into what I'm what I think i can be selling and what's affordable versus like what you're talking about asking them what their real budget is because ultimately we want you to be taking a minimum effective dose of supplements, either until you get your nutrition back to where you're you're not at at risk for these micronutrient deficiencies or whatever's going on, or something that you can take for the rest of your life and not think, oh, this is such a, this is too much money, this is taking away. Because you don't want to stress about it because once again, that's the underlying thing for everything, financial stress, so you gotta find like, why aren't my people taking this for more than six months at a time? Mm. Where, you know, budget thing, take that off the table.
0: All right. I think, you know, we trying to come from the standpoint of not just thinking about today too, though, you know, where where are you, where are you going to be in 10 years? Where are you going to be in 20 years? I mean, what are you doing today to make that happen? If you've, if you're not, eating correctly, then you need to supplement with something to offset that poor diet. So if you're not offsetting that poor diet now, what are the ramifications of that in 10 years? And uh, it's it's those are tough concepts because honestly, taking a multivitamin is not is the least sexy thing that you can do, yeah, right? right? I mean, oh my gosh, I'm getting all these B vitamins and all these um, antioxidants and minerals. Oh boy, do I feel like a million bucks. Most people don't.
1: No, but they don't feel much of any kick other than a little bit of yeah. extremely yellow urine. Right. Liver. Yeah. I, I you know for
0: for some that may be depleted nutritionally, it, may, it might provide a little bit of an uptick you you would hope. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like so that's the challenge of trying mm-hmm. to, I guess we we don't really call it sales at our at the pharmacy yeah. and that's fine. We, yeah. but we but in we, we inform and educate yeah and we inform and educate and if people choose to make a decision about a purchase, Hallelujah. That's great. If they don't, that's okay too. So, but anyway, um, so we're, we, we've been at this for a while, so we're going to wrap this up, but I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, uh, one last question. Um, and that is, uh, kind of one that I, I asked all the guests that, um, come on and it's what, what one piece of advice would you give individuals to improve their overall health today? And we probably talked about yeah. several um, things that have, have been done, but what what would you tell people? Like they came in and said, "Joe Champ, I need one thing. What is it?"
1: One thing, it's it's to set up a daily guideline.
0: Set up a daily yeah. guideline. So okay.
1: it, in the well, it's three guidelines, but basically have guidelines, mm-hmm. and that's that's basically your Bible. You follow those three guidelines, you'll be healthy. So wow. you just got to determine what they are, and that's pretty easy. Like, well, I know I don't drink enough water. I know my fruits and veggies are low. I know I don't exercise. Like, the biggest concept is putting the big rocks first, but those are your three guidelines, those big rocks. Like, we'll talk, we talk about these protocols a little bit, or we talk about like low carb dieting or all these other things. It's like, yeah, but you're sitting at 40 ounces of water for the day. Like, you don't need to think about your carbs. You need to get hydrated first here. You know, um, so yeah, the the one thing is is determine guidelines. Use that as your Bible. Very simple, takes energy off food, way easier. and you've seen a ton of ton of transformations and progress with just that simple thing.
0: That's awesome because that that's gonna be great um, advice coming into the new year, right? Absolutely. It's Almost like it's almost like a new year's resolution. get get your get your guidelines together and get ready to to take to take action
1: definitely.
0: Well, Joe Champa, it's been a this has been a fun podcast. I appreciate you coming on and I look forward to doing it in the future again sometime. Yeah,
1: so absolutely, I'll be a repeat podcaster. For
0: Re- repeat, repeat. So as promised, if you made it this far into the podcast, your reward is 25% off a supplement of your choice using the code Joe Champa podcast. And that'd be just for telephone and in-person orders. At the pharmacy. So um, once again, thank you. Uh, Happy holidays to everyone. Merry Christmas. Um, And as always, be vigilant about your health. As always, be vigilant about your health.